astrology, feng shui, tarot, crystals. We've all heard about these practices, but what does it all mean? Each week, Mom and me will dive into these topics to present them in an easy, digestible 20 minutes. From full moons to celebrity charts to even red doors, Mom and me will share personal, shocking, and wow factor stories. Welcome back to another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. My name is Kate Wind, and I am here with my mom, Mary Swick. Good morning, Kate. Good morning. Wow, we are in the last few days of January as this is coming out, which is just wild to think. And today we are going to be doing probably our final discussion on Saturn in Aquarius until 2050. 2050. 2050, 5-0. Wow. I guess it's just going to be me and astrology by that oh point God. because <laughs> I'm not going to be here. I'm not going to be here. Oh well, that was a morbid way oh to gosh. talk about it. Well, that is a terrible way, but it's, yeah. you, you start thinking this way when you realize, okay, well, that doesn't, I, this was my that was. official, I can, I can confidently say this was my official last time of Saturn in Aquarius. Yeah. I never thought of that till right now, this moment. Yeah. But well, I mean, it's, that it's would okay. make you that would make you ninety-eight. That is possible. Well, okay. I it, mean you're right. It is. Right. It's not my goal to get to ninety-eight, <laughs> <No>. but <laughs> Okay, well, sorry guys, that we did not plan that. That is not okay, the yeah, notes to talk that. about. But yeah. um, okay. you know, you've probably heard okay. us talking about Saturn in Pisces. And of course, you're always excited about the new right? Like this is the new thing kicking in, but we thought, you know, there's one last hit coming that we thought, gosh, it might put that nice closure on Saturn and Aquarius. And mom and me talk about this idea of bookends, like what happened when the energy entered and then what happened as Mm -hmm. the energy is closing. And that gives you some nice bookends to the event. And, um, we thought let's talk it, to see like it really tells a story yeah it does tell a story so it it tells a story that at how it, it's no different than how you enter the room and how do you exit right uh it tells a story it tells a story if you were gracious and you said goodbye to everyone and hugged everyone and thank you so much or did you just sneak out the back door you know, because you want to avoid everybody. You know, it's a difference. There's a story there. Um, and so that's what we're doing today. And we generally don't do it. I mean, I'm obsessed with the future, right? I think you are. Yeah. I don't know if obsessed is a strong word, but the idea that that's what people come to us for. What is developing? What is in my future? What does it look like? Yeah, but I th- and yes, this is correct. a rare opportunity to, to for us to go, okay, well, you know, you've been under this for two and a half two years, two, two, two years and a couple of months. And now we're going to what's going on right now in these last next six weeks. And I think I've shared this before, but sometimes clients will admit to me, like, a, like I, I won't hear from them for a year. Right. And then we'll do right. maybe our second yearly <laughs> consult or third yearly consult. And they'll admit, they'll say, when you were talking to me last year, I had no idea how that was going to play out. Like it didn't even make sense to me and they're, they're being nice about it, you know, but they're just saying like, 
I kind of got off the phone thinking, well, that was, I don't know if that was, (laughs) that was interesting. Yeah. That's a good word. And then now a year later when they're having their, you know, second or third consult, they're saying, but listening back to the recording in hindsight, it was an exact timeline of what I was going through. And so sometimes being able to reflect on the time, and that seems so contradictory to astrology because everyone thinks, oh, it's you're a psychic. This is predictions. This is all about the future. But it's an excellent way mm-hmm. to stand here now, all of us collectively, and say, what has the last two years been about? And then you can usually see the picture very clearly. Because even me, who, right, I do this for a living, sometimes when I'm under the energy, I'm like, am I really feeling this? Like, what are my storylines that are happening? That is is very, that's very good. Sometimes I'll admit it myself. What, you know, I'm under this influence. Where is it? Do I, can I see it? Is it, is it happening? Uh, You know, wait three or four months. I look back and go, oh my God, Mary, it was right there. It was, was, you know, it was the big deal. You couldn't even see it because it was so upon you. Yeah. Or two, they just play on very small storylines and people think they're going to be these big things. Oh, I'm going to get fired. My husband's going <laughs> right. to walk out on me, you know, all these right. things. No, and it's no, not no. that. Yes, but... Yeah. So even myself looking back on it, I was like, okay, okay. <laughs> I can see it and I'm ready to so leave to... that behind. Okay. So Saturn's been in Aquarius uh, for a couple of years now. It's getting ready to move out right as of March 7th. Yes. It's out the door. It's over, yes. not coming back. So we're here pretty much at the beginning of February, right? Getting close here, the first of February. And we, we say, well, let's, gosh, we got five important weeks left of this energy. Yeah. And why do we say that? Because of the Saturn is lining up with the sun. Now, if you know astrology, you're going to say, well, that happens every year. It does. Yes. Once a year, Saturn and the sun. If we had the special uh, vision to look up to the sky, and not be blinded, right? We could, we would see Saturn and the sun lining up together. We can't see it easily, but it does happen once a year. And all we're saying is there's an extra charge taking place because of that, because if we're at the end of Saturn in Aquarius, Saturn is like, it's like pulling into a gas station and fueling up or recharging your battery of your phone. And somehow it takes on, it gives you that extra oomph. Think if you were running a marathon and you were able to, you know, eat some carbs or get, take some sugar or get a drink, you know, and then you could have the energy to get you through to the end. Yeah. So I was trying to paint that picture up front. That's what we're going to, that's why we're talking about this. It's one of the big reasons that this seems to be this, I think energy is going to go out with the boom for most people. Yeah. So February 17th is the actual conjunction of sun and Saturn. Yes. Of course, as you're listening now, you could be saying I'm feeling it because it is rather close as we're talking already, right? The sun Mm -hmm. is in Aquarius that happened uh, I think January 21st, usually, right? The sun, we moved into Aquarius season. So it's mm-hmm. it's getting close as we're speaking now. So the idea would be to go back and think about what was going on, maybe those first six months of 2021. 
that's, uh, you know, Saturn officially moved into Aquarius, I believe that last few weeks of December of 2020. So we would have Mm -hmm. you think about Mm -hmm. like January to maybe June of 2021, what was going on? Where were you experiencing challenges or obstacles? Where did you feel like you needed to be adulting about something where you were saying, okay, I have to step up and address this. I haven't wanted to, I I was trying to just put it off or maybe I was just thinking about it. And Saturn said, Hey, it's time to act. It's time to do something about this. It's possible that as we talk, go ahead. I was gonna say, as we talk about these bookends that you might feel like a similar issue is coming back up. It is possible that it's the same storyline maybe something that wasn't fully addressed, something that we thought, okay, I put a Band-Aid fix on it. Maybe we didn't completely address it. That could be coming up or it could be a different storyline within, I would think, that umbrella because this energy is hitting everyone differently in their charts. So even though we're talking about Saturn and Aquarius, even if you're not an Aquarius, Saturn in the sun conjunction is highlighting somewhere in your chart, Mm -hmm. in everyone's chart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just, you know, for people going back, oh, January 2021, what, I don't even remember what was going on. You might think of the headlines. That was a big month. The insurrection at the Capitol took place. We had a presidential inauguration. You know, that alone was is a great story of Saturn versus Uranus, right? So mm-hmm. that we saw a big image, a big image on our TV sets uh, uh, reflecting this clashing. Well, on some level, it was happening within each one of us. Yeah. Where were we trying to break free? Where were we trying to defend our tradition or our habits? So again, with a little bit of humor here, you might want to look back and go, well, what won out? Where did you give in? Where did you resign? Where did you say, okay, we're going to do some changes here? And where did you dig in and say, no, I'm not changing? Yeah. We, we've all been projecting an individual story. Granted, some of us have had pretty small stories, mm-hmm. but some of them had big stories over these last couple of years, but they all parallel that image that we saw on the screen. I think it was January 6th of 2021. And this is Saturn Uranus. Okay. So as you've already very well said, we are now coming up to a kind of a recharge of that energy. Yeah. Uh, again, you said February 17th. That's true. But I'm saying this push is probably going to start <clears throat> around February 5th. Mm-hmm. Oh, what an interesting date. <laughs> My birthday. <laughs> your birthday. Okay. Your birthday is going to kick this off. So there's going to be a push <clears throat> and that will carry us through most of February. Yeah. So I'll just share my personal story before we go to our advertisement. But um, right there in that window, it was actually December of 2020, we had a wall issue that we had to deal with. And uh, the neighbors were complaining that a tree needed to be taken down because it was affecting the wall. I believe I talked about this uh, probably while it was happening. And walls would be Saturn. It's the structure. It's the things that stand, right? Mm -hmm. We don't put a wall up and think Mm -hmm. that's going to come down in six months. We put a wall up thinking that's going to be there until the end of time is kind of the idea. And so we did, we, we paid the money. We had this huge tree removed, you know, there was some some other stuff. It was like a taller than my two-story house. Yeah. 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 I was going to say a 30 footer probably. 
Yeah. So we thought, of course, that the wall was going to reset. I mean, we we thought we took care of it. We did not fix the wall, but we removed the tree. And here this week, as we're recording <sighs> two days ago, um, the neighbor comes banging on the door again about this wall, saying that the wall has gotten worse. It's been over a year, you know, since the tree has been removed. And they're complaining of another issue. Now, I don't want to complicate the story, but because I am an Aquarius, I am aware that Pluto is moving in. And now we're concerned that there might be a problem underneath the wall, which would be very Pluto. But it's just interesting that Mm -hmm. I thought I addressed it. And, you know, when I moved into the home, the wall was already leaning. So I did know at some point I will have to address this wall. So it was so appropriate when Saturn moved into my sign, right, of Aquarius that I'm actually addressing it. Yeah. And now here we are at the end of Saturn and Aquarius and the wall issue is coming back up. So that, that is, I'm so glad you could see that your insurrection that took place in right around January, 2021. I mean, December, we're we're off a month. I think that works. Yeah. (laughs) And now we're coming to the finale of the energy and you have someone pounding on your door about the wall again. Yes. Oh my God. So with the Pluto energy kicking in, I'm assuming that wall will be coming down, but we will see. (laughs) (laughs) We will see. (laughs) I was talking to a client. That's what my my prediction would be. So with that, before we get into all 12 of the signs and how um, we would think all the 12 signs are feeling this, let's hear from our sponsor. Satnam, hello. This is Mandeep from the Kundalini Collective Yoga and Meditation Center for Wellbeing. The Collective is a very unique, all-inclusive, community-focused studio located in the heart of downtown Las Vegas in the Historic Arts District at 1508 South Main Street. Our yoga classes are focused on the ancient, timeless teachings of yoga, uniting body, mind, and spirit, which offers you an experience of health, happiness, and relaxation. All are welcome to come as you are, brand new beginners or active yoga participants into our beautiful, sacred, and crystal energy charged practice space. We will teach you how to utilize the technology of your Kundalini energy, your chakra energies, along with the fascinating human design of the 10 bodies. The breathing practices that are offered in this unique yoga technology are designed to be used in our day-to-day lifestyle. Benefits of this practice may include heightened creativity, balanced mind and body connection, more energy, better sleep, and improved communication and social skills. We welcome you just as you are and offer support for your spiritual connection and evolution to be healthy, happy, and whole. www.tkk.life Your rhythm, your flow, your life. TKK.life. Thank you and Satnam. Okay, welcome back. You just heard from the Kundalini Collective based here in Las Vegas. She has so many wonderful offerings. So if you're in Las Vegas, be sure to check her out. And even if you're not, uh, she has a full program online. So go ahead and visit her website or check her out on social media. Okay, so we promised we would talk about. Yes, she was. Um, So we talked about, we would go through all 12 of the signs and how the signs are being affected by Saturn making its 
final passes in the last few degrees of Aquarius. If you know your natal chart, look to see where Aquarius is. And then you can listen to our interpretation of what house we're talking about. But even if you don't know your chart, we do believe that solar astrology is just as pertinent. Um, and that can give you a great basis to just understand, okay, how will this energy be playing out? And if you don't know your chart, maybe this is the year that you book yourself an astrology reading uh, with mom or me, just to even understand uh, the basics of your chart. Even if you're not interested in the predictive side of things, maybe you're just trying to understand your natal chart a little bit more. So you feel like the podcast is more relevant to you or you can follow along. That is also an option. So with that, let's start with Aries. Um, a rule of thumb we could be that you could, if you know you're an Aries rising as well, we're going to look to that 11th house. Right. And you know what, what the big thing I, I would ask everyone to get the most out of this is ask what else is left to be done. Okay. Because this is a hanging, it, this is a kind of a hanging thought here. We're not out of it yet. And there's apt to be another step that needs to be taken or a, a circumstance that needs to be dealt with or a paperwork that needs to be filed. There's probably something key still hanging out there that most of us will relate to. So as you said, let's start with Aries. Yeah, don't be like me and think it's over. <laughs> don't be like me and think, okay. Oh, yeah, or, put your blind, or put your blinders on and act like it. Yeah, it's done with. I don't, I, I, it's all over with. There we go. That's an option. <laughs> it seems to work out pretty well for don't people. Do don't do that. No, I'm just tongue in cheek here. Yeah. <clears throat> so Aries or Aries rising is so, expecting that 11th house. So you might be saying what still needs to be done in regards to my professional group of people, my circle of friends, there might be something where you're saying, I still want to join this group, or I still need to leave this group. This is not serving me. So again, probably late 2020, early 2021, you might have been pushed out of a group. You might have been let go. You might have decided, okay, you know, those people don't support me the way that I thought. Of course, you could have been actively joining another group in the meantime, but it's possible that we feel like there's a sense that, gosh, am I back in the beginning of 2021 as we close out these next six weeks? I might add there could be a medical side to all of this. Maybe it's just a matter of diagnostic testing, having to go through this, having to book the appointment. But again, I'm just going to a broad statement here, which certainly won't cover every health circumstance for people, but it is a, a, a favorable time overall for what I call medical interventions with the body. So human recommendations of things that can be done to assist the body or actually something that could be invasive even. It's go for it. It would be to, you know, um, the sense of, uh, of uh, it's a good time to be diagnosed. It's a great time for people to be able to give labels or insights as to what's going on mm -hmm. yep. medical wise. For so, uh, should we move on? Yep. Yeah. For Taurus or Taurus rising, um, aspecting mm -hmm. that 10th house. So your professional life should be in the focus right now. You might be actively moving forward with something that you've been aspiring to be. You might be saying, I'm taking on some added responsibility. 
And you might be surprising people with roles that you're undertaking. I think Tauruses have had to be a little more self-sufficient this year. <clears throat> Maybe played the role of looking out after other people. And the question they could be asking here is, okay, what didn't I do? What should I, what have I, what have I promised, but I have not delivered on? Hmm. Taurus has been of a uber responsible energy this year. And uh, there could have been focus on maybe parents or maybe even becoming parents, right? And uh, now having to adapt to the parental lifestyle. When you're saying this year, are you talking about 2022? Or are you talking about? No, I'm, they could have become parents over the last couple of years. That's yeah, what I okay. was suggesting that Tauruses have taken on more responsibility. So maybe over the past couple of years, maybe they became parents or, you know, or big brothers or big sisters or things of that nature where, oh, I'm responsible now. Yeah. So I'm just saying there could be, there's something left on the page still about their reputation and probably undertaking again, one last step in responsibility. Yeah. For our Gemini or Gemini rising, this is aspecting that ninth house. So you could feel like you are in a steep learning curve right now. There could be some, we could say great frustrations, of course, where you might be trying to implement new policies, new procedures, getting people on the same page with you. Um, or it could also be putting... Um, I would say some, uh, like the spotlight on where you're learning that's putting you out of your comfort zone. So we say a steep learning curve, but even something where you're saying, I'm putting myself in a new arena, I'm getting management training, I'm going into the corporate field, something that stretches you. Yeah. And there should be some sense, Gemini, that you've been around people that are seemingly smarter than you, you know, and, and again, that's your perception. It's not maybe the fact, but it's the perception of living up to this higher standard. This has been an initiation into a new type of culture. So it, it's not done. So what is it that needs to be done still? Or what is the testing point that you will have to get up and speak? You'll have to do a presentation, uh, you know, two weeks from tomorrow, so to speak. Are you, are you preparing yourself for it? Uh, you might have to go out and speak to an a independent group, uh, you know, filling them in on something that's going on. You're going to have a challenge of some sort to present yourself in this new world that you've been honing or preparing yourself for the last couple of years. Yeah. So even if you're self-employed, this could be like an uptick in clients where you're saying, oh, these are like you know, the high end clients, high level clients, where there can be a little bit of that intimidation factor where you're saying, okay, am I good enough? Or, you know, how do these people find me? So I, I think they are pushing themselves for mm -hmm. cancer or cancer rising. This is aspecting the eighth house. So this does put a big focus, I would think on monies. So you might be yeah. very concerned or focusing on your savings, on your investments, possibly if you're in a partnership, what are the conditions of my partner's resources? The last two, I just want to get say that you've been, they've been focused on money for the past couple of years. So they may think they're close to getting done, but there's probably something else that needs to be addressed, whether again, that's related to uh, cleaning up debt or whether it's about uh, looking at their uh, uh, interest rates they're paying 
um, or uh, coming out recognizing that their partner is going through some sort of change in their income. So how is that going to affect? The energy is not over. They've been dealing with it. it uh, it's not that they've been a failure in it. It's just saying, of course, I guess I should backtrack that. If someone's been derelict and not tending to their financial things, yeah, I would suspect this energy to be very challenging over the next five weeks. But anyone that's been on the page of, you know, uh, taking care of insurance matters, real estate matters, um, debt issues. Um, this is, you know, we're, we're, there's one more thing to be, get done. Yeah. And we talk a lot about money when we talk about eighth house, but the other mm -hmm. thing you might want to talk about with this would be even just some psychological changes. So, you know, a lot of the mm -hmm. cancers that I know, like kind of in my circle, they all have this theme right now unbeknownst to each other, right? These aren't people that talk to each other where they're doing like these kind of manifestation techniques or they're doing like this repetition of words, like, you know, I am happy or I have nothing mm -hmm. to complain about things where they're just trying to even change their mindset. And I think they're trying mm -hmm. to address maybe some deeper issues that they might not be aware about, aware of, but they're trying to just uh, initially, I guess, try to overcompensate or overcome it with just some words of affirmation. Well, if we're going to go a little bit deeper, then let's go to sex. Because <laughs> eighth house has a lot to do with sex. So there could have be, you know, people could have had a high and dry couple of years here. They could, mm -hmm. This could really reposition them sexually. And I'm not talking about anything super grand here, but just the idea of activity versus no activity versus passion or yeah. feeling very detached and aloof. They've been working through this. And I would think there may be some sexual breakthrough coming here in the next five, six weeks. Yeah. I've had a cancer recently tell me like, if I'm single for the rest of my life, that's okay. I've come to terms with that. Yeah. I'd be curious how she feels after yeah. this energy moves on, <laughs> but that's where she is right now. <laughs> I'd be around here around February 17th and see what's going on. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, for Leos or Leo rising, this is happening in the seventh house. So there could be some focus on partnerships or relationships where you might be, you know, trying to decipher is partner in, are they out? Am I going to tolerate this? Do I want to commit to this person? So anything that you've been indecisive about within the partnership, I would think you are making a yes or a no statement as we go through the next few weeks. Yeah, and also someone may be realizing that they haven't been showing up in mm -hmm. for their partner and they may think, oh, you know, I've been derelict. I need to show up. I need to uh, show involvement rather than taking the Saturday off to go off and do what I love to do. Maybe I need to start putting family time or, you know, that type of thing, putting repositioning, understanding relationships, the importance of them. And I could say sucking up, go people going on realizing professionally, I need to suck up to this person, suck up to that person. There could be some of that. I'm not going to stress that point of view. You just recognize, hey, relationships are everything. So right. you better quickly, you know, if, if you've, if you've been derelict, yeah, you probably are going to be sucking up because you're trying to make up for time is short here. Yeah. And they could be reprioritizing happiness in the workplace. And again, because this has been going on since 2021, you might be saying, oh, I already did that. Mm -hmm. I already changed jobs. I already took a pay cut. So I could be 
I took on less responsibility so I could be happier. So you could be reassessing that again. And maybe that's something where you're just changing your days off or <laughs> patting right. yourself on Pat the back. yourself on the back. If you say, I've done that already. Yeah, true. That is, this is because again, pat yourself on the back. That's exactly, you picked up all the clues. You took the right steps, but we're just saying it's probably something more happening here. And of course we want to think, we haven't said this yet, but we all want to think that there's going to be a, some happy ending for everybody, some resolution that everyone can live with. Now, I know that's very optimistic on my part because, you know, we may not, you may end up walking away going, I'm, I'm glad it's done. I'm not happy how it ended, but okay, it's over. But this is, for those who've been aware, sensitive to the energy, uh, even unconsciously aware, and just having been doing these things without realizing, you know, yeah, we're thinking there could be some sort of reward, payoff coming. Or maybe you think you addressed it, I, like I, my I, wall. Am I being too optimistic? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. Well, and I the other thing too, the other thing too that we should mention is this is just one energy that's going on you know right. based on your natal chart there could be other things that are happening where you're thinking oh my story isn't playing out as happy or you might be thinking oh this has actually been particularly easy for me you know maybe they have some nice other things happening in their chart so there's something well, else if you don't about. mind me analyzing something you've said you know i mean we're talking a wall those who've listened to so far i understand kate's got a wall issue in her backyard <laughs> a leaning wall problem started in December 2020 right as Saturn was moving into Aquarius and now the issue is back again mm -hmm. so it's a wall wall is boundary boundaries and someone is pounding on your door which is kind of a boundary breaking a boundary we generally don't pound the crap people. out of me <laughs> pardon me scared the crap out of me scared the crap out of you right <laughs> but it's a boundary issue isn't it I mean I'm sure any listeners thinking oh this is probably some reference to a boundary issue and and then we have to take that and go like not just in the backyard oh where where is somebody else or where am i crossing my boundaries into someone else's territory and i need to stay out of it or where am i you know letting other people in where you know crossing my boundaries okay sorry about that kate <laughs> again wasn't planned but i'm just trying to say that you know you can take the story and then you can you can you can kind of Oh, yeah, this may not all be just about the wall in my backyard. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So next, let's go to Virgo or Virgo rising. This is mm -hmm. aspecting that sixth house. So it does put a big focus on work. And, you know, interestingly enough, one of my Virgo friends called me yesterday. She had a big work change in the beginning of 2021. Here she is saying, oh. I applied for a new job today. Looks like she's gotten it already, which is awesome. But um, I have another Virgo that I watch on social media. She's pitching something new on her social media. So you might be reconsidering what you do for work. Now, we're not saying every Virgo right. is up and quitting their job or moving on somewhere else. No. But if you're not changing jobs and there might be something, a new system that you're learning within the, new, the workplace, you might be taking on some new responsibilities. There should be an adjustment with how you're serving. And even if you're not in the typical workplace, you know, maybe you're a grandparent or maybe, uh, you know, mm -hmm. oh, I'm no longer uh, volunteering for that church. I'm going to start volunteering for this organization. So there should be a change or a restructuring with how you serve. 
you know, and this is the medical area. Sixth house is associated with how you care for your body. It's not necessarily your, your vitality, but it's like, oh, I need vitamin C where you need vitamin D. So it's pertaining to your own body and what does it need? Well, our, one of our great friends, uh, for both, for both of us, uh, Marilyn, uh, you know, she lost her doctor at the beginning of this energy. She had to get a new doctor, and that's a big deal, particularly as we get older. For me, it is a, definitely because uh, you got everything set up, and now she got a new doctor. And I thought that was so interesting that it happened right there. You know, the sixth yeah. house, the healthcare, having to have somebody else now look at your files and go a different place, and all these things. Well, this is so odd, Kate, because she's a Virgo. You know, your dad's a Libra. So here, just this past week, dad gets a letter in the mail saying, oh, your doctor no longer is practicing here and you're going, we're transferring you over to this new doctor now. Now, you understand, again, if you understand that what Virgos experience, sometimes the following year, Libra's experience and the year after that, Scorpios are going to experience. Again, that's a kind of a more complex thought there. I don't expect everyone to go with me, but here your dad is moving into this energy as a Libra and Marilyn is moving out of it, but as she Virgo. had to adjust. Yeah. Virgo. She's, what did I say? I'm sorry. No, you, you just didn't say, yeah, I was just saying as yeah. the Virgos are ending this Virgos energy, the Libras are starting it. it. And here yeah. we have two people dealing with a very similar storyline yeah. on one on the back end and one on the front end. Yep. Yeah, so for Virgo. So Virgos absolutely could be um, dealing with some health issues or just awareness, yeah. more paperwork, filling out new paperwork for a new doctor um, as we go through this. Yeah. Uh, so for Libras mm -hmm. or Libra rising, this is aspecting the fifth house. So there should be some focus on your passion, on something that you love. Uh, you might also put be having a big focus on children or grandchildren. So we would say like, what has been your baby? <laughs> what has been your little, your pet project? There should be a focus on that. So our poster Libras are my dad and my brother. Uh, you know, we saw my dad publish, a, I should say, another book under this energy. Uh, my brother's YouTube mm -hmm. channel has taken off a, a lot this year. You know, he's always consistent about publishing, but he's seen a huge increase in his subscribers and followers this year. So it would be interesting just to see how and they. It's, it's their expression. It's who they are. They're both those the examples uh, Bill's book, Oxford Press, and Tyler's YouTube channel. Um, uh, these are their babies. This is what, who they are. This is their spirit of who they are. It, it's both interesting. And we always say uh, Fifth House is performance, it's being seen. Mm -hmm. It's being judged, willing to be judged. Let me do this for you and I'm going to publish it and see how many people like it or not. So the, both of them have really put themselves out there for applause, mm -hmm. uh, criticism. Uh, you know, so this, it's a great example of Libras. And again, not everyone writes a book. Not everyone gets a YouTube channel, but there's many other ways that you step out there. You start knitting, you start, you know, signing up for some art class. You start taking dance lessons. Oh, what about love? I mean, cause it's passion. Oh, I'm sorry. Passion. No, I'm, I'm thinking of another Libra just got into mm -hmm. a relationship. I know at the beginning of this energy, there was 
a relationship reforming. Here we are now at the mm-hmm. back end of it and they're in a relationship. It's already official. Okay. Yeah. Love, passion. You're absolutely right. Miss, that's like <laughs> too that's easy. Like missing the neon <laughs> sign blinking in front of your face. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, for Scorpios or Scorpio rising. Uh, so this would be mom would fall into this category. It's aspecting that fourth house of home. So again, there could be um, an uptick in what you're doing around the home. How are you addressing memories? How are you rethinking your domestic time? Are you rearranging the furniture? Are you doing home upgrades? I know mom has had like two, again, in hindsight, you know, every time we go over for right. family dinner, there's stuff sitting by the doorway. Like if you don't want it, we're tossing it, but we've gone through baby books. We've gone through memory books, pictures, clothes, big toy boxes came out that I had stored still. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. No, I've, I've been, I hate to say it this way because it sounds tough, but I've been purging the house of memories, mm-hmm. things that we, that, you know, that represent 30 years ago. 40 years ago, things that represent, you know, that I'm going like, you know, we don't need to store these things anymore. They need to be out or seen or appreciated or handed off to somebody else. So, yeah, we've done, uh, we've done a number of construction jobs, new front door, landscaping projects, carpet, paint, totally. And it's, you know what? Oh, you know what? What? You know how you're ending this energy? (laughs) I hope I know. Your brother's coming out. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. Yes, yes. My brother, who we don't see hardly, you know, months every four or five years, maybe. Yeah. Uh, he is coming out with his wife uh, for a week here uh, in February. Mm-hmm. <gasps> yeah, they're landing Memories. February 20th. Right? February 20th, yeah. Right there. So the family's coming to find me. How nice. But also just like naturally when you're with your sibling, especially if you haven't seen them for a long time, you'll probably be talking about, oh, remember so-and-so that we went to high school with or so-and-so lived on our street, right? There is that just natural progression of like talking about memories. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. For Sagittarius or Sagittarius rising, this is aspecting that third house. So should be some focus on licensing, on writing on any sort of legal stuff where, again, you're putting pen to paper, you're filling out forms, you're filling out applications, um, put yeah, some, think- also a big focus on siblings. Yes. Yes. And Erica has been in our, in the family here. It's been, you know, she's just been last two years. She's really had to learn all sorts of policies related to her job, but it's all related to licensing the steps of how to get licensed in, in a, a specific sector. Um, and so she has just been up to her eyeballs, mm-hmm. in, you know, reading, interpreting what this, what this means, what this guideline or policy or law means to the average working person. Yeah. Third house also would rule any sort of transportation. So if you were thinking yeah. of getting a new car, maybe oh, I've been putting off, mm-hmm. maybe you did a Band-Aid fix on your car in the beginning of 2021. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe mm-hmm. because it's that daily routine, mm-hmm. you know, it, it can be a little subtle, but you might be saying, oh, I'm working different hours now. I have different days off. They're changing the policy about when we can work from home or when we need to work in the office. So it's possible too, just that daily routine that you've gotten accustomed to is going through some change again. 
for Capricorns or Capricorn rising, um, aspecting that second house. So you should be reconsidering again what you value. How do you spend your money? Where are you spending your money? Uh, you might be really discovering new assets, new resources that you have. Of course, this could be excellent for something like a raise, <laughs> but you might just be saying, right. um, no, I need, I'm actually going back to the drawing board and saying, is this something I really value? Do I really value hundred dollars shoes or could I get away with, you know, $60 shoes? Mm-hmm. I, I would hope that at Capricorns maybe have discovered some of their talents you know, really recognize them or realize I'm good at this. I need to pursue more of this. I'm capable of doing this. Something where they, and again, it sounds so corny sometimes when you discover something about yourself, something mm-hmm. you didn't realize. And sometimes these can be very mundane things that you're, you know, a pickleball, like, oh my God, I'm a natural at pickleball. You know, you just didn't know that until you tried it. But this could be something like, you know, what I'm really bad. I had to fill in for somebody. I, I did, did their job and I could do this. This isn't easy. So there's kind of a fun energy. I'm going to call it a little bit of a mining influence where they learn something about themselves that raises their earning power. And maybe you can sign a suggestion. Yeah, a, a, a raise would be great, but maybe that raise isn't going to come here to the very end that they've been doing the work. No, that's true. And then they get the raise kind of delayed. It's true. Um, for Aquarius or Aquarius rising, this is aspecting the first house. So, uh, you know, there should be a big focus again on maybe the physical body. So this, you know, you could be getting remotivated about a workout, putting new focus on, okay, what am I, what are my goals for my body? You might be addressing structural issues. So again, those could be walls. Those could be, uh, we're having the roof redone. We're getting our windows replaced, or they could even be structural issues in the body where you're saying, oh, I'm addressing a knee issue. I'm going to the dentist. Think about the bones. You've been to the dentist recently, right? Oh You've gosh, I had so much dental work friend. in this past. There we go. I mean, there it is. It, and so we just take another second. I know this is going a little bit long, but the idea is that, you know, there was purpose to it. It's not just a matter of, oh, my, I've got a big dental bill. I've got to pay this or pay that, but it's restructuring the mouth. I right. mean, it gives the ability to digest food, chew food up for the future. You know, there's a real, there's a lot of deeper meaning to that whole dental work going on. Yeah, it's good. I'm glad you've taken care of it. Yeah. Well, one other thing too, is at the beginning of this energy, I did, I had some extreme tooth pain and I got my first root canal, which gross, but I did that. And then, um, when I went to the dentist for my cleaning in December, they said, we really recommend you taking the last two wisdom teeth out, you know, and I'm like, um, sure. I'll think about that. But, you know, now I can't find anyone that will just give me a shot and take them out. They all want to put you under. Oh, yeah. Which when you're cash yeah. pay, it's kind of like, uh, that's unnecessary. But anyway, so I haven't fully addressed that. I don't know if that's going to come to light here in the bookend as well. But I was some teeth aren't bothering me, so I don't think so. But maybe it's possible. Oh, I, I find it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. But I still might do yeah. some research to find out if I can find and you know, someone that will just numb them and take them out. So again, first house, 
the physical body, the structural issues, you know, you also would be an excellent time where you're saying, I'm going to launch something new. I'm going to be a pioneer. I'm going to be bold. I'm going to take some action. Right. Uh, lastly, then we have Pisces or Pisces rising. So Aquarius has been aspecting, uh, or Saturn, sorry, I don't know if I said that. Saturn is aspecting that 12th house. So um, I would think there's been some focus on, or renewed focus on healing, on restoring your spirit. You might be requiring a little bit of privacy here as well, where you've stepped back and people might be saying like, hey, where have you been? I haven't you know, seen you at the last couple get-togethers. So you could be withdrawing from areas of your life that you were once very active. And, and meaningfully, not just checking, opting out, but finding spirit, finding joy in quiet, in simplicity, in meditation, in alone time, in reading books. So there's a lot of positives that are, that are in that energy, but needing more uh, to be um, in healing environments, basically. It's quiet, it's peaceful. And sometimes that comes as a matter of, oh, I've been going to visit someone who is, you know, uh, within their home and can't get around as much, the elderly or someone in the hospital or someone who's coming out of rehab of some sort. So it, you aligning with a kind of mystical, um, uh, off, off, off the main thoroughfare type of energy. Yeah. Okay. So that concludes all 12 of the signs. So now mm-hmm. after we've, after you've heard your sign, looking back over the t- last two years, can you say mission accomplished? Or do you think there might be still some of this influence that's not quite over? And if it's the latter, then we still have five weeks left of this lesson, if you will. So it's not too late to change your mind. There's a few weeks left of it. Um, And just as a reminder, you know, February 17th is the day that Saturn and the sun will line up. And so when we put the orb on it, we would think this would be very strong February 5th through February 20th. Right. I think also I want to say one more closing thing. You know, uh, if you know your chart, you can get a lot more out of what we just said by looking. I'm a Scorpio, so I would look at Scorpio, uh, the translation. Um, I happen to be a Capricorn rising, so I would benefit by looking at Capricorn as well. So if you've got, and that's what Kate was pushing earlier, the idea of just getting to know the basics about your chart, your rising sign uh, would help tremendously uh, in listening to our uh, podcast. So uh, if you you can go to two and mix the two of them together and probably get a more accurate point um, of what's going on in your life. Yeah, because I'm an Aquarius, but I'm also a Pisces rising and I can, both of them are very applicable uh, to me. So um, if you're Mm -hmm. interested in learning more about astrology, you know, you can absolutely book a, 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 book a service. I was gonna say book a treatment, book a service with mom or me, or as well, if you head to my website under my store, I have a bunch of digital downloads available for purchase that, you know, they're just a few dollars that you can start learning some of the terminology of astrology, such as conjunctions and squares and trines, elements, different things like that. And it's, they're just worksheets that you download off of your computer. Just gives you a little bit more language if you're a little overwhelmed with where to start. So with that said, that concludes our talk today. The last time again that we'll be talking about Saturn in Aquarius, probably until 2050. 
Yes, I'll be there. Okay, perfect. <laughs> Glad you had a change of heart. <laughs> we look forward okay. to talking to you guys next week. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. To keep in touch, follow us on social media at the underscore Kate Wind. And to see a list of our services and our store, you can visit our websites at thekatewind.com or maryswick.com. We'll talk to you next week.